Welcome to Club Good, episode 43. Today's episode brought to you by absolutely fucking no one. <laughs> Still. Because we are too much of a reprobate. We're too risky, man. We are pretty risky. We haven't seen anything too, too risque as of yet, but I know everyone was fucking waiting for it. They're just in the shadows, knives out. Ready to bring down the bison of the podcasting world. That's it. You can't fucking sponsor people that can't be controlled. <laughs> <laughs> the final episode of Young Tony. No, it shouldn't be. He oh, goes yeah, on the I mean, fifth and we still got opportunity to get one in, I think. I go on the second. Cunt. You just go on the second. Yeah. That's the, my whole plan going Your out the window. Your whole plan gone. This is it, man. This we is had the a surprise party stand. plan. There was a bouncy castle. It was all on the third. There was a juggler. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> that deposit is not refundable <laughs> We're going to have to do something with it Man, my mouth is fucked I've just been at the dentist Getting a root canal An hour ago Now that is commitment, commitment To content, sir Truly And I said don't eat or drink anything Until your face comes back to normal And I know better than they do so <laughs> I haven't eaten anything That shit's terrifying But I can drink this beer I just need to make sure that one side of my mouth is very much closed, otherwise it's going to drip out. Just make sure you switch that camera whenever Scott takes a sip of anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's not him. It's not him. (laughs) So what's been going on, dude? Oh, man. Just fucking rolling along. I've been getting into the uh, info with the UFOs, which I messaged you guys about. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to hear your take on this, actually, because all I've really seen... Is the Joe Rogan podcast episodes with like Favor, uh, Lazar, and now this latest one with Ryan Greaves? Yeah, the Ryan Greaves one was interesting, man. And I, I listened to Lex's one with Bob Lazar, with um, David Favor as well. Well, for anyone who hasn't heard the latest one with Graves, he's a a pilot. Now, I was thinking about this earlier. Actually, is he a Navy pilot? I think so. Because he's an Air Force engineer. Yeah. And he was, but he was a but that's pilot with the Air them. Force. And I think, but is it with the Air Force or the Navy? Because well, he was on carriers. And I know that there is Navy pilots. It's completely inconsequential in the broader scheme of things. Yes. But I was just interested for my own knowledge. I don't. I can't fucking help you, man. Okay, fair enough. I don't. I only have <laughs> surface level information anyway, on Anyway, Ryan Graves, potentially a Navy flight officer or potentially a Air Force one. We don't know. But he was flying F-18s. Uh, off carriers around doing um, some trials and shit before they go and deploy. Before they deploy, yeah. Yeah. It was in San Diego. They just implemented this new, like, radar computing system on board these planes and they started to notice weird shit while they were out doing these little sorties. And he actually saw shit with his own eyes as well, like floating boxes with, like, weird propulsion systems going on yeah sitting still in the sky yeah and then moving it um doing instant u-turns and shit yeah it's absolutely wild i've been following little bits of it for a while i've never had an interest in ufos i won't refer i don't it's not aliens as far as it's just like ufos or uad's whatever they're called now you sound like the fucking american government bro <laughs> you're shit. i had a phone call earlier <laughs> yeah seeing those interviews and then seeing the news coverage and the fact that it's been on the Congress floor. What did they actually say in Congress? They released like? four videos 
that they completely verified. Were they the ones that Graves was talking about? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So there's um, a couple more were released like a month ago. The David Fravor one was the first one to be released. So they yeah, did all the of that during right? COVID. Yeah. Fravor's dictate, yeah. So when they were doing the first COVID measures and passing that bill through Congress, for some reason there was like a UFO thing tacked onto it so that Congress could actually discuss this stuff. And on the 31st of this month, a bill is up to be passed in Congress to say that people with former high military clearance are actually allowed to speak about specifics of that stuff because they're not allowed to at the moment, which means it should be getting a little bit more interesting. But the new videos are insane. And I think it's still in that stigmatized place of like conspiracy theory stuff. It's like, no, the US government is literally talking about this on the Congress floor. They're saying that they don't know what it is. You see the one with the guy who's like a commercial pilot and he's just filming out of his... Cockpit. I haven't seen any of them, by the uh, way. But so I this heard one, Graves that's talk the about it. Yeah. With the box inside. It's pretty compelling. Yeah, like right. it just comes up alongside him. And um, it's very clearly something. Isn't it interesting, though, that, like, if correct, like, this is probably the biggest news of all time. Of all time. And no one really, I don't know whether, like, people just can't physically comprehend the gravity of the situation. And therefore, just don't really care or understand. But realistically, like, everyone should be talking, fuck war in Ukraine. Like, yeah. you guys need to stop and, like, let's find out what's going on. It's really on. interesting, man, because it feels like, one, we're in the perfect time in history for this to happen. And it's it'd just be so typical of our generation for this to happen. And everyone just be like, whatever, man. <laughs> Trust in any media, social media, news media, any of it. Trust is at an all-time low. So, you... People have become very apathetic to any input that isn't directly in front of them. True. And they just want to like tilt their head up and just bark when something gets too close to them. Independence Day is so 1999, bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new season of Unsolved Mysteries on... I sound like I'm sound like a full <laughs> cook, but it's sick. Um, so there's a new series of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, which is fucking very entertaining show. There's one of them about Michigan in the 80s. And there was a bunch of UFOs sighted. It was, I think it was five or six that were sighted by over 300 people in the Mich Lake Michigan area. And they've got the audio recordings of them calling 911. And no one's scared. They're just like, is there military stuff going on? Like, there's some shit in my backyard. And the 911 operator calls the Bureau of Meteorology. And he says, oh, you guys have radar, right? We're getting all these reports can you turn the radar on and see if see what's out there and he finds these ships and for like an hour the radar operator and the 911 caller are discussing and the 911 dispatch guy is looking at the spaceships in with his eyes the other guy's looking at it on radar and he's like okay yeah it's just gone up 5,000 feet and the guy's like yep it has so they're trying to calibrate and make sure they're seeing the same thing this is the interesting thing about the ufo thing when it comes to humans is all the people that came forward about that, even though this stuff was recorded and everything, it went out in the national news cycle and everything. When it comes to things like that, when it's something that's just so far outside of your realm of possibility, I think it was so disruptive that people as like a tribe and as society were just like, I either need to completely rethink my entire understanding of the world based on something that just happened that you're telling me about, or I can just tell you to go away. So I don't need to think about it. And these people were ostracized. Like the radar guy from the Bureau of Meteorology was basically run out of town. And they were saying, you don't know what you're doing. You were reading the wrong stuff. And like in the documentary, they're all like older now. And they're like, it ruined my life. 
because I just saw something. I never believed in that before. It was confirmed by so many people. And then everyone else was just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Why are you lying to everyone? Yeah. And they, their lives just got turned upside down by this stuff. So I think as far as like there being some form of craft out there, like it's, it's confirmed. Like it's, it's actually a thing. This is what's so weird that... We keep saying hypothetically if. Yeah, it's, 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 kind it's of, a thing. Yeah. So now we need to, hopefully they're going to decide what it is. I would have assumed that it would be like American spy military planes and stuff that they were testing. Because I was reading up, they tested the um, Black Hawk helicopter, the, what's the big triangular? Thinking, oh, there's the first one, I think, not the Black Hawk. You're probably thinking of the Black, um, fuck, it's the SR7, Blackbird. SR seventy one. It's no, their there was, first supersonic stealth jet. Yeah, so was there not? And was then a they had the stealth, well. bom- stealth bomber, which is B B something or other. So they were testing them for like twenty years before they released them in the various different forms, and there was sightings of those, and the US government was just like denying. They're just like, no, no idea what it is. It's all good. And then they came out and they're like, we can't let this technology come out to our enemies before we have it and stuff. But the fact that Congress is actually out there now just being like, yeah, we actually fully don't know what this is. Mm. It's a quick but little, it does exist. Quick little segue into a funny story while I still remember it. That SR-71 Blackbird just triggered a memory. There's a uh, really cool book written by one of the pilots of the SR-71. And there's probably only uh, maybe 10 or less pilots ever in history of SR-71. So they're like... They're very individual people. And uh, this guy was telling a story where they were doing a test run in this SR-71. And I I will butcher this because I don't know the specifics off the top of my head. But I'm pretty sure it's the only plane that can go to Mark 3, like three times whatever, speed of whatever. So fast, right? And I don't know what that is in kilometers an hour. But there's a they were doing this test flight and there was a fighter jet like a F-14 or whatever, doing its own thing. Unbeknownst to, to them, the SR-71 was kind of flying around. And the fighter pilot was asking for a speed check. And they do it quite often, not so much fighter pilots, but commercial pilots will ask for a speed check to verify that the speed they're seeing is at the speed that they're actually doing. And uh, so this pilot of the fighter jet was trying to be a smart ass and was like, oh, you know, tower, can I get a, fly, a speed check? And they're like, oh, it's like fucking 750 kilometers an hour or something. And then over the top, the SR-71 Blackbird like cranked up to like Mark II and was like, can I get a speed check? They're like 10,000 kilometers an hour. Jesus. Like, just like full big dick to this yeah. little fighter pilot guy. There's a sonic boom yeah. when it breaks the barrier of sound. How sick is that? The fighter jet pilot, say. Eh? Just Man, that's a very rare breed. Just staunching each other in the, in the airs. <laughs> hey, but back to the, the alien thing. The UFO thing. Sorry, a UFO. What do they call it now? UAP? UAP, yeah. UAP, yeah. Yeah, um, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Yeah, phenomenon. That's fairly broad. But uh, Graves was saying that he would report this stuff and it would basically just fall into the ether, like no one would really pick it up. But I always think, and I don't know why, but you know when you see a sign... That's like saying don't do something and it's kind of blatantly obvious that you shouldn't have done that in the first place. I'm like, someone has done something this here so many times they've had to put up a sign. So the US military released their dossier for how you should react to certain situations and they have mentioned if you see something like this, this or this, feel free to report it. So they've actually made note of it in their manuals. Yeah, before their Congress stuff even came out. Correct. But it's it, again, it's that thing of them saying like those things are, are out there. But the problem is that 
and that Ryan Graves was saying the same thing. He's like, you kind of mentioned it a couple of times, but then if nothing happens about it, you just stop talking about it. Because there is a stigma attached to that stuff. Like if you met someone that said that they'd witnessed a UFO at first hand, then you've met a liar. Like normally, you know what I mean? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's weird. It's just a crazy time. It's crazy that that, that information is coming out. And apparently there's a bunch more videos that they're going to release. I'm and excited. I'm excited to see how it plays out. Yeah, I'll chuck some of them on here um, with my new editing abilities. <laughs> um, talking about how ridiculous the the Americans are specifically, I saw... Do you, are you guys familiar with a guy called Darrell Brooks? Is he the, the, the new Republican candidate? <laughs> no, absolutely no. not. Quite the opposite. But it's funny because I had no idea who it was either. But then all seeing all knowing tiktok i stumbled across <laughs> this thing right i'm like who the fuck is darrell brooks turns out he's a, a dude who in the like in december november december last year drove his car into a parade a christmas parade and killed six people an eight one was an eight-year-old boy and injured like 41 people where was it in uh, i want to say milwaukee or something mm-hmm just drove his shit and there's video of it of him basically just driving it would be 100 kilometers an hour close to just straight into a parade pretty much jesus and the video is like quite haunting because like as he first approaches the parade you don't see him but it's just a video of a like a little toddler just like kind of dancing on the side of the street as this parade comes past and then you just see in the background this fucking red ford explorer come hurtling at the camera and zip past this toddler man he misses him by like a meter and a half i reckon you're just like holy shit jesus Christ. this motherfucker killed six people right injured fucking countless others what was his cause wasn't he a wannabe mm. rapper as well <laughs> that's part of the an interesting part of the story but yeah i don't really know he he was on like a pedophile list to begin with uh i think multiple time felon had younger a, uh i want to say early to mid 40s oh, okay he had a bust up with his girlfriend or something a domestic disturbance they called it and that's when he left and, and did this at the parade but the interesting thing with him is that he got charged with all this stuff, pleaded criminally insane, and then retracted his plea, and then decided to defend himself. Now, he's defending himself on a, like, six times intentional homicide charge, and the list of charges, there were 70 charges in total. He's not a lawyer. And his argument was, or his defense was based around the fact that he was a sovereign state. Everyone is a sovereign state. He doesn't identify by the name of Darrell Brooks. He has, they, the court had no uh, influence over him. Yeah, no grounds on which state. to prosecute Correct. him because he doesn't respect their law. And they were, they were posting clips of this shit on, on TikTok, right? And the shit coming out of this man's mouth. And I was like, this is a fucking trial. And they have to humor this guy because of how ridiculous the law is. Mm. And he was arguing with everything. He had to be removed from the courtroom basically every single time because he would just get disruptive and be shouting out objections and just like wild and out. And the thing is that that's what everyone's entertained by that because normal court cases aren't going on TikTok. Correct. So like this is ridiculous. The more eyes you give it, the more people we're going to have like this. You know what I mean? Correct. Well, today he got found guilty. Of all six homicides. Good. 
Um, Fuck out of here. And he was like trying to object at the end and like make up all this case law shit. And the judge just basically ignored him. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was great. That's a, it's a, like it's a home run, right? You're just yeah. like, okay, you fucking did this. You're going away. Exactly. So he's getting to make a mockery and, and get his sort of fame that he never got from the rap world. Oh, that was the interesting part that Tony alluded to. The dumb fuck filmed a rap video with the fucking red Ford Explorer in the video. And then had the audacity to say it wasn't him. This <laughs> is <laughs> me dancing in front of the car. Yeah. He had long dreads as well and then shaved them all off. So he's like, like shaved head. He's like, it wasn't me. Fucking he tried the shaggy hell, defense. <laughs> what is it with these people, man? Just hurting like random groups of innocent people. It's so fucking weird, man. It's just like such a common place. And that one, maybe it doesn't get the media because it wasn't a gun. Mm. But there's obviously like a deeper psychological problem with people in general. This whole incel movement. Of, imagine if you were a kid. Like imagine if you were 18 years old and girls just didn't fuck with you. you. And then you're looking at social media and you're just bombarded with the idea that there's all these people having so much fun and you've somehow just not been involved in this. You would just feel completely rejected by society. And I think that they need to start identifying these kids like that and trying to help them beforehand. You know what I mean? Like, they've got guidance counselors at school and stuff. So they could just be like, these kids clearly aren't getting laid. I knew a few dudes coming out of high school that had never been laid. And it's not like there was anything super wrong with them, but they just didn't quite, fi- you know, because you figure shit out. Like, that's what happens. You go through school and you figure out, like, how to interact with people and all that sort of stuff. And from the 90% of people, it just kind of happens. You, like, find someone who's attracted to you and then... Yeah. You have lift off, but I think some people miss out and then like they just boil in the Well, there is kind of pot. a perfect storm though, like you were touching on with social media. It's like never before in our existence like have we had or been in this like almost echo chamber of expectation. And mm. uh and I can imagine it would be quite difficult. But I mean, fucking Well, I mean they were doing problems. that in the beginning, right? Like they were doing that at the start was it Columbine? There was no social media. Those dudes were just fucking out there. Yeah, but I don't think they were necessarily like incelly. They were more like just obsessed with violence. I think they were pretty incelly. They were like the trench coat mafia. They were like loser dudes that didn't have any interest in girls. But surely you could start like, I mean, there's nothing worse than people getting shot at schools. That's universally, it's got to be the worst thing. So they need to maybe bring in some extreme measures. You know, like prostitutes. You haven't been laid at like 17 or like you're government subsidized. Yeah, prostitution, but not in the sense of like just going down to the local brothel. I'm talking about like professionals that can can, can try and lift. administered pussy. Yeah, can try and lift, you know, because if you're like, if you're just feeling like the world fucking hates you and it's like, man, we've seen this before. We know where this goes. Well, find me a girl now or a guy even that has like not regretted at least one time they had sex. Everyone's got at least one. That one could save the lives of so many. <laughs> Your mistake you could today choose it, yeah. is save many. It's like philanthropy. <laughs> now we're just advocating for chicks to fuck a retard once in a while. Dude, if it makes the world a better place, and I understand your, ter- your use of the term retard, <laughs> but it sounds terrible. I don't know whether we can leave that here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in these drastic things, like if you're just like, man, we need to ban guns. It's like, that genie is not going back in the bottle. There's no fucking way. You can't get them off people. It's like, oh, we need to censor the internet. It's like, man, <laughs> it's already out there. It's already on the fucking track, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Look, but I they don't. need to do some drastic shit because otherwise it's just constantly going to be like, man, I don't know why this keeps happening. It's just too difficult. It's too many of us. They can't keep tabs on everyone. Hand like, jobs. Like Darrell Brooks. Hand jobs like, would be easier. Darrell Brooks, man, he was a famous rapper. Like he was killing it. He's putting out SoundClouds <laughs> and shit, you know? He had a girlfriend. Bro. She pissed him off. He missed Fuck, his shot. I'm not gonna, not gonna make that call. That's fucking dangerous too. That's where you start <laughs> listening to, um, like he. I can just imagine that dude because he's like roughly my age, and when he was trying to get his rap career taking off, it would have been like Eminem, like Eight Mile would have been like his fucking. Is he a white guy? He's very black. Oh really? Mm. Devastating, and she, does not fit the profile. No, he's actually not very black. He's actually quite light skinned, but he is African American. Okay. Mm. I was going to say. His name's Darrell. That really should have given it away. That could be a white boy trailer trash name. Do you reckon? Definitely. Daryl, for sure. <laughs> no, no. Like, white trash. Like, just Darrell? poor. Everyone yeah. else is poor. And yeah, you like, could be right. I don't know. Creative ways to fix these problems. I'm here. Here's hoping they come up with something soon. Because I'm sick and tired of seeing it. Like I sent to you boys, that Thai one as well. We never spoke about that. Mm-hmm. That dude That dude was a cop. And he went yeah, in there. had been a cop before, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's not an incel. He was married. And uh, it's just so hard to, to work it out. Like, he, how many fucking people did he kill? 20-something? Kids? T- babies? People are fucking wild. That's fucked up, man. That is this fucked up. This carnage idea. I don't know. It's really just having tantrums. And some tantrums are worse than others. Like, it's, it's, it's the same thing with the fucking... The whole cancel movement that's happening. And, like, it's back in the news again now. It's like, people just want to shout and have tantrums at things. And hope that they change. It's like these dudes are just fucking having complete brain explosion and going killing a bunch of people. And then other people just go nuts on the internet for different <laughs> things. It's just diff- depending on what level nuts you will go to. We were talking about Kanye before. Um, mm. I'm not even really all that interested in talking about the situation. But what I am interested in is why is his face so fat? It's been fat for a minute. Because like, he had a car accident. When he was releasing the first like album. that. He looks like a chipmunk. Yeah. Well, he's put on a lot of weight from antidepressants. Do you think it's weight, though? Because it doesn't really look like fat head. He just looks He looks like he's had fucking his wisdom teeth out. Like mm. he's, he's been swollen. like that for a minute. Like Because he did have to get his jaw wired. Because that Through the Wire song, mm. classic, yeah. is uh, him rapping through. He tells the whole story yes, while rapping correct. through the wire. It's funny when you listen to that old stuff, you can hear the fact that he can't get all the words out properly. Yeah, it's almost got a list. Yeah. It's sick. I like to remember Kanye as, um, you know, everything up to Yeezus. Yeah, pretty much. Fuck knows, man. He's clearly having a mental breakdown. Like, he's got serious bipolar disorder. And then every time he has a wig, they put him on the fucking news. Or everyone's like, yo, come here. Give us the views. The dude's manic. That's it. Obviously, you shouldn't be saying that shit. I haven't really looked into it that deeply. But the fact that Adidas and Goldman Sachs or whatever the bank is have, like, have been like, we don't want to have anything to do with Kanye anymore. It's like, really? The banking system and major sweatshoppers are morally removing their self from a dude that is saying some wild shit while he's on a mm. mental spiral. And it's- then everyone are being upset. It's a funny one that I see it being shared by all the kind of woke crowd and, and semi-woke people even that I follow. And they're like, this is what's happening. This is... Unbelievable! I can't believe it's like fuck, man. This isn't your fight. Like, but you also see the other side of the coin. Like Andrew Schultz did a uh, a thing where he was like roasting Kanye, mm. and then in, I read through this morning the comments on his video on Instagram, and it's like overwhelmingly on the side of 
Schultz, you're a piece of shit. You're woke. Like Kanye's right. Like the Jewish this and the Jewish oh, that. No. And so it's got some. So people have actually taken it on board and been like, yo. And not just any, like it, just some. It's like an overwhelming majority of the comments were like for the Kanye side of the, the coin. Shit. Well, that's not good. No. I mean, that's the danger of that shit, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem is, man, you need like freedom of speech is important. It's important for everyone. It's, there should be able to be people saying some shit that you don't like so you can make your decision on whether you want to fucking speak to them or not. And then if a bunch of people come out in support of that, you can go, mental note. Don't hang don't out fuck with, with Jim, these people James anymore. and Phil. Yeah, but when you start just deleting people from existence, it's like what happens when your opinion is the one that people aren't happy with? True. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. And then it's just like. Delete. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Black Mirror, man. It's all coming true. Dude. Terrifying. Truly. And they're just not bringing out any more seasons at the moment. It's probably because we're living it. Yeah, I think because the world got way more fucking crazy. Oh, fucking new British Prime Minister. Yeah. How good is... Man, the funniest thing is when I was in the UK, my cousins had some friends that someone worked in the home office. Mm. And she'd said that because when Boris Johnson got outed, they had no one to replace him. Mm. Apparently, they were running around Downing Street or whatever it was being like, who the fuck is in charge? They had no idea what to do or who to. (laughs) So, for like 48 hours, there was no one in charge of the UK. That's so sick. Putin was probably just sitting there like, (laughs) ready to go. Just a rudderless ship. Man, fucking crazy. She did not do well. 45 days she lasted. Poor woman. I know nothing about her, but Liz... That's a fucking rough run. She just got nailed by the media and everything. I don't think we get criticized very often in life. I was criticized when I was younger, I think. And I think people are less criticized now. But now to the point, no one ever really gets in my face and gives me some like hard truths that I need to really think about, right? Because as a society, we try not to offend each other and we try not to like upset each other. And and those are tough conversations to have. Yeah, you've been working for yourself for a while, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have those conversations every Monday, champ. Man, that's out of necessity for me because I would not be able to handle those conversations. I would be just like Liz. I would walk. They were just like, man, your first 20 days and they just listed everything that she'd done and she was like, man. <laughs> and then she bounced. Like She obviously went home and was just like, fuck this. She's probably got kids and shit and now they're just like, mom. I reckon that she would have got a hell redundancy payout, though. For sure. And it's probably turned out roses for poor Liz. She was literally a substitute teacher for a month and a half and then just, like, came out on top. What a shit show. I know. They probably don't pay tax either, the bastards. Man. But now we've got fucking the richest cunt alive running the country. Have you seen him? What, running the UK? Yeah. He's literally richer than fucking... He's richer than the Queen. He's richer than King Charles. Really? Yes. That's fact. Motherfucker's like a billionaire, hard. That's probably not a good thing. No. Eh? How are you going to understand? Razzing him Leaders like- need to be representative of the people. Correct. And it's just not the case anymore. No. I can't um, remember what his parents do. Maybe young Tony can look it up while we're um, sitting here. Um, but he's a hella capitalist and he has hella family money. Props to him being the first brown prime minister of England. That's, that's a thing. UK's been pretty progressive for a minute. Like, but as see, far as they, they had Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, that was your, buddy, your buddy G came out and poo-pooed it. So, that's who I look to for my brown that's uh, understand, opinions. Understandable. Yeah. He is the definitive voice. Basically just said, yeah, he's brown, but he's also the richest cunt alive. So, fuck him. <laughs> Nothing to identify with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone wants to be rich, but no one likes the rich. <laughs> yeah, but when you're rich, you don't give a fuck who likes you. 
Christ, <laughs> Tony. God, I'm glad he's going. <laughs> well, he was uh, involved with Goldman Sachs, I think, straight out of uni. Oh, Ooh, say no more, Kanye, fam. The Kanye tri- triangle. Fucking hell. Deepens. The Jewish are running fucking Britain now. <laughs> That's not what we mean. God save the dreidel. That's pretty bad, though, if Kanye's if, if the shit Kanye is saying is drumming up a bunch of people that are like, yes, yes, this is what we think. I'm feeling so much pressure with you guys looking at me. Do you yeah, terrible just- producer. I'm glad you're gone, bro. <laughs> Dude, Jamie would have had this up like 40 minutes ago. Oh, right? my God. We did get really quite high before the show, not going to lie. Allegedly. Allegedly. Speak for yourself. So, Rishi made most of his money with hedge funds, it would seem. It took you fucking five minutes to tell it that. That was highly anticlimactic. Right. <laughs> Thanks for the clarity, Tony. Fucking killing me. <laughs> I've never done a podcast high before, and I'm so zoned into one thing that when a second thing comes up, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> How am I going to juggle these two tasks? Man, I've been doing a like, nostalgic playlist run. I made one a little while ago of old songs that were sick. And then as I was burning through there, I was like, man, what's some periods of time? Because if you think to a period of time, you can go, okay, well, what was I listening to when this happened? Yeah, my life had soundtracks and I can identify which and where. Yeah. Yeah, And I found a dark place that I tried not to remember. (laughs) And I was like, never, ever by All Saints. I'm shitty with names. Never, ever, ever, ever. Wow, you're getting in your emotions over that song. Oh man, the tragedy of that is that that's a banger. (laughs) (laughs) That was what was on and out and big around the time that I lost my virginity. Oh right, and that's something to be sad about. If I could see me now, (laughs) yeah, it was it was a horrible situation. Um, What was his name? (laughs) It was on a golf course, quite classy. (laughs) A Junior Golf Course. Wow, that's how all good stories start. Oh, my God. There was a girl, Sarah, that I was in love with. This was year 10. They always um, had the most plain names. Oh, man. Had... Sorry to all She's Sarah, an angel. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think she got kids now and shit. In typical fashion for the time and the age, she was like um, on and off again with a dude that I sort of knew. So me and her became real close and then she'd kind of get back with this dude and then I was like, what the fuck ever. Just simp behavior for a, a young man of 16. And then um, she's like, yeah, I've broken up with Paul. And there was a party that weekend. It was like, and she was going like right in like, yeah, you know, what am I going to wear and stuff? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the best thing ever. We got to this party and she was hammered drunk. And then she was kind of like draped over me. And she was like, do you want to, the time for the, at the time it was very much like, do you want to go for a walk? And like, you just go off, fucking make out, and like maybe finger someone or something. <laughs> As we walked outside, I saw Paul like up the road. He was with another friend of mine and I was like, I had this moral situation where I was like, she's drunk. I don't really know what's going on with them, with those two. So I just walked her up to where Paul and I were and I was like, yo, she's hammered. That was the, the stand up man thing to do. So this kind of girl of my dreams that I was walking away to hook up with, I was like, no, I'm a better person. <laughs> Went back inside and continued drinking my sorrows away. Cause I thought that's what you did. Cause I was a fucking child. And um, some other blonde girls sat on my knee and it was making out with me and stuff. And I was, it was very much a haze of blonde hair and 
whatever. I'd gone off with this girl to the golf course or whatever it was. And I was like, what have I done? I don't even know who this person was. It was not good. She was like a transfer from another school. I was like, I don't even remember what happened. Like, I feel like I was taken advantage of. <laughs> but the funniest part of that story is, I don't even know if I can leave this in, to be honest, but the funniest part of that story is that Blake and um, Paul were best friends, man. They've been best friends since they were fucking children. And that night... Paul took Sarah back to his place and Blake was staying there as well. And um, Sarah fucked Blake. <laughs> <laughs> so she was going for it. And if I look back on it now in that sliding doors moment, I could have saved the two brothers being torn apart by True. a girl. Like I thought I was doing the right thing, but I was really doing the wrong thing. Now you've learned, have you? You never know. I don't think I learned any major lesson from that. Uh, I had a... Um... Don't shot Johnny Walker. I used to go out with a guy when we were like high school, year 11, year 12. We, um, we used to go like to nightclubs because we'd had bum fluff or something and we could kind of get away with it. Um, Did you have bum fluff? I, yeah, I um, actually, nah, looking back, I don't even know how the fuck I did it. In year 12, I looked like a child. Yeah, yeah. I real. really don't know how I got in. But we'd wear like black pants and black shoes. and School shoes. Sh- yeah, 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 straight up. I remember once I didn't get into the dean. And I just waited for the bouncer to turn his back and I just ran through the door. <laughs> By any means necessary yeah, at that I just age, lost right? myself in the dance floor and got away with it. But uh, this particular night, this guy and I were like walking home. He was not big with the ladies in high school. He was not very successful, let's put it that way. And he's like, I'm going to go to Hooker, eh? He's, he like wanted to lose his virginity <laughs> oh, yeah. then and there. I reckon year 12. So like Still in high school? 16, 17. Wow. And he took me to a brothel that he knew on the on the route home between Northbridge and Were you guys Mount catching Wally. buses to these things or what? His mum dropped us off. Oh my... What, I at know. the brothel? You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> like out in Northridge. You know those cool mums that were like, oh yeah, you can drink beer, but like don't take it anywhere yeah, and Irresponsible shit. Yeah, parents, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, you want to go to Northridge? Yeah, okay. Cool. So you were like, yeah, you're a cool mum. Yeah. And then you look back on it and you're like, wow, you just you were, were probably reckless. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, she dropped us off and then we just have to walk home. So uh, we did that, which is crazy now thinking back on it. We must have lied to her. We surely did. We might have said we're going to a party or some shit. I don't Time know. zone super session in yeah, Northridge yeah, or something. Yeah, literally. And then, uh, and then walked home. Anyway, he dragged me into this brothel. I've never been into one in my life. And for anyone who hasn't, the way that they do it is they basically just bring a whole line of girls out and they all stand in front of you and you just got to point at one. <laughs> and as, as a 16-year-old boy, this is quite confronting to me. Did they check your concession card or anything? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't check ID. Put it so you're way. just luring sex workers into statutory rape. This is what was going on. <laughs> you're honeypotting some sex workers. Literally, literally. Um, and then he chose one and they went off. And uh, I just sat in the waiting room. Really? Yeah. You had the self-control at that age? Yeah, man. Yeah. I was like, I sat there and waited for like 30 minutes or however long it took. I assume it was about 30 minutes. Um, if he was losing his V's, it would have been oh, like 30 the, the seconds. Oh, the act would have taken 30 seconds, yeah. But I assume he paid for 30 minutes because I think they do it in 30-minute blocks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but um, the man lost his virginity there and then. How was his, what was his demeanor as he came out? Not really happy with himself. Yeah. I think he felt think the same as you did. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good you idea realize at the time. That a, you realize that a definitive moment in time has just come across your doorstep. Yeah. And 
You're like, oh, you made the wrong I fucking choice. Blew it. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking blew it. He made me promise never to tell a living soul. <laughs> and his name is <laughs> man. It's fucking. It sucks. That sort of shit fucking scars you up, man. I've spoke to people that about their first time and stuff. It all sounds so romantic. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was with my first boyfriend and we've been dating for a while. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, mine was drunk at Levers, so I'm kind of on the same same path as you mm-hmm. were. But I didn't have a lot of regret, but it was definitely not an exciting experience or romantic or fun or any of those things. So. Yeah, I didn't have sex again until Levers because I, I think I was just scarred. I was like, no, I just want to be a child again. Like, I don't want to fucking play this game. I don't want to be in this world. <coughs> back man leavers week <laughs> leavers week was gnarly as hell man there's people now that their kids that are my age that their kids will be going to leavers week i imagine yeah and you know what it was like that shit was wild did you go, where did you go i went to dunsborough righto all oh, right there were a lot less police and strictness and everything. There was no fucking strictness for me. Oh, really on that? There was a couple of plants. Like, I remember walking into certain houses and there was just like an old dude in the corner. I'm like, you're either a pedophile or a cop and you look pretty cop. What did they call them? What did they call them when people went back a second time? Toolies. Toolies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the most definitive Australian thing. Eh? Yeah. Toolies. We just had the older boys because when I went to Wesley, there was a lot of rich kids, right? So, a lot of their dads had boats. So, they would just like essentially be Pablo Escobar for two is extra dry. They just pull up on the boat on the beach, dump like 14 cartons of two Ted's and we just fucking scurry off down the beach with our box. Oh, wow. <laughs> you had boat friends from that early? Yeah, man. Fuck, Wesley. It was a good time, eh? I don't think there was any aquatic man at June Love, eh? We just had a 20-year reunion on the weekend, eh? Did you go? I did go. How was it? We did like a little school tour or of the new section anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, it was quite interesting. Oh, man. Yeah, because you would get more of a... Mine was dog shit. We did yeah. 10 years and it was like exactly what you would expect. The cheapest private school in Australia, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, there was like no alcohol. There was like cheese and platters. It really just was like took me straight back to being there. It was yeah. just like in this front auditorium. And a few people told stories and then I was just like, yeah, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Well, the whole place has been like redone. So it was like pretty baller in sections, like new science labs and shit. That was all fucking hell baller. But they took us up with the drinks and shit was in the the staff room. And those fucking swanky cunts, it's like perched right above the school, full like, it looks like a penthouse balcony set up with like outdoor furniture, fully overlooking all of the foreshore and the city. Like, it was, it was beautiful. I was talking to a friend of mine, Colin, who uh, works for CBRE, and I was like, what do you reckon the fucking land value of Wesley College is? Because it goes from, like, Angelo Street all the way down to, like, the foreshore, whatever that road oh, is. Oh, is that the one that's opposite Angelo Street Market? Yes, yeah yeah, 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 right. That whole giant block, and he's like, man, hundreds upon hundreds of millions like, it's insane. And look at you, fucking podcast and working in IT. I Could know. have been prime minister. Complete failure. Do people you went to high school with succeed? There are a few successful kids kicking around. But, man, I tell you what, it's a great self-esteem boost. There's a lot of heavy-set gentlemen. Male pattern baldness. A lot of male pattern baldness. I would say the majority were either losing it or have lost it all. Yeah. It was a very strange experience. And I went in with Hanson. And Hanson was already fucking pissed before I picked him up. If you need someone to say something that needs to be said, but no one wants to say it, Hanson is your man. <laughs> He's going to say it. We literally walked up to this guy. <laughs> um, and in school, like, we used to call him Ranger because he was like, he was fully, fully red. Um, 
<laughs> Matt first word, fucking ranger. <laughs> That's like, cut. You're 37 yeah. years Dude's old. Dude's trauma is just coming back. Uh, Still getting bullied. He literally said, like, oh, not again. I don't like being called that, eh? He's probably the guy that was at the, um, you know, not wanting to go. And then he's like, wife, he's like, you're going to see them, you're going to look at them, yeah. and you're going to tell them. <laughs> I think the biggest fucking um, douche flex there was one dude out of the entire year group that rolled up. There was probably 70 people there. One dude rolled in with his wife. Why didn't the rest of them not? It's to an all-boys school reunion. I thought that'd be the flex. Though. No, like, no, one, brings, no one brings partners. It's just like a, it's a school reunion. So you just bring yourself. One dude brought his wife. That's weird. I would have thought that it would have been. There's like also a, a dude stuff. that I would have sworn was gay. So that's kind mm. of why I think he brought her. Was just like, hey guys, look at me. Yeah, look how gay gay I'm not. But you could tell she was fucking off it. She's like, I can't that her husband was you gay. Brought me to this. There's <laughs> that her no- husband was gay. <laughs> He's like, this is all I need you for. There's no more reunions after this. I can't we'll have it annulled. You brought me to this. <laughs> you said there would be others. <laughs> oh man, imagine that, dude! The fucking car ride home would have been chaos. For real, dude. That silence—the silence of a car argument. Where it's just like, so what do you want to watch? So just much just tension. Just no, no answer. <laughs> Dude's police driving home going, oh, fucking, I'm gay anyway. <laughs> I should just, I should just tell an hour. Tell an hour. If I tell an hour, it's fucking, we don't need. We can have all the arguments you want. Oh god I don't think he's the kind of guy to Like go out to the shed either And just like hit some shit With a hammer for a while Yeah I wonder Maybe he's going out there To um, taxidermy roadkill well, And we're look, about to see The second Dharma Maybe this will add some colour To the context of it He was slightly overweight Trying too hard Was a big nerd And Asian wife Now there is a stereotype Of men who like Rich West Suburbs man. Exactly. It's like, I don't know what he was trying to flex, what the point of that was, but I feel like he was trying to say something. Maybe it was just true love. Maybe she saved his life <laughs> and you were just shitting on a beautiful love story. Yeah, maybe, hey. But it's likely that that's not... <laughs> I love the way you still holding the grudges on kids from school. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was just a fucking nerd. It's like, <laughs> he comes back with his wife. It's like, you're still a fucking nerd. <laughs> Like that is proper good institutional bullying. It's just like exactly. It's like what that guy? No, he's a nerd. There were some good stories that got reminisced on. Bear in mind, I was there for like we did the tour where I didn't really have to speak to anyone because we were like walking and shit. Ran into a few people. I was just saying the most dumbest shit because I was like anxious and nervous. Ran into one guy who's like really successful now. Works for like Ernst and Young. I'm like, how are you, man? Like, what are you been? Like, he's like, what have you been doing? I told him, and I'm like, what about you? He's like. Oh, I was a dentist, but now I'm working for Ernst & Young. I was like, oh, yeah, what, did you get sick and tired of being in people's mouths all day? <laughs> That's a fair call. He's like, no, I just like, wanted to get into finance. <laughs> I was like, all right. He's man. like, dude, riff with me. Give me someone to fucking work with here. I was trying to be funny, but he was he's not the kind of guy I'd try and be funny with, I guess. Maybe it was just the wrong Well, crowd. I think if you're a serious career person, humor takes a back seat. Because realistically, if that dude was getting tattoos, smoking weed, going to jail in Japan, he wouldn't be at Ernst & Young. But in your defense, neither would you. Because it's just not in your fucking path. You're just like, I don't want to fucking go there. I don't even know what they do at Ernst & Young. I'm pretty sure they are accountants. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, true. I did get asked about Johan a lot, actually. Oh, no, so respect to anyone that is an accountant. I fucking did this the other day. Michael, I love you. I'm sorry. 
that I said bad things about real estate agents. I don't mean you. Um, in, our, in fairness, I was shitting on real estate agents really hard also. And I made a call that we did know a real estate agent and he is a great guy. That's who I was okay, referring to. that's who to. you're referring to. So if you're listening again, Michael, that yeah. was for you, man. Steph and Michael. Great. Love, we love you both. Stefan. Steph. Michael's wife. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, I have to apologize as well publicly to Ash Vaughan. I said that I said that Suzuki Chimneys were fucking shit and they're not fully shit. I was more angling at like a a dude like him that was driving a Suzuki Chimney is fucking lame. If you're a chick and you drive a Suzuki Chimney, that's cool. I was actually trying to explain this to her oh, when yeah? I saw the Street X party. But you heard her. I got called out she's real hard. She's a supporter, dude. She's on the team. I didn't she's even know she's, there. The she's making cakes. She's listening to it. She literally she's came up to me it. and was like, I have a bone to pick with you. And I was like, what the fuck have I done now? And she's like, I heard what you said about the Jimneys on the podcast. And I was like, you listen to the podcast? She's like, yes. I was like, that's sick. And also, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry I upset you. So Ash, here's a public apology. Yeah, Ash. You rule and your cakes are crazy. I feel yeah. like the public apology could be a bit of a uh, recurring segment. Yeah, fuck. That's not a bad idea, actually. That is actually a good idea. Um, sorry to my mom. I don't know what you listen to, but she did send me a message saying, I probably shouldn't listen to the podcast <laughs> or something along those lines. It and might have been like, about you shitting yourself. Fuck it. Well, if it wasn't, it is now. Um, <laughs> yeah, who knows? I don't do this thing with the concept of anyone th- yeah, like hearing it. Listening. So it's like... It's cool. Yeah, dad pulled me. Sorry, dad. (laughs) (laughs) He pulled me up the other day. Apparently, I said something that made him sound like, in his words, a nong. And I think nong is probably mong. But as dads do, they just say the the wrong shit because they don't understand English. What Um, did you do? I don't remember. Um, it It was like a few pods ago. But then I think I was talking shit about him last one as well. So I really need to stop that because he's a lovely man. Oh, your dad's great. It could have been the motorbike story. Oh, about was... him coming off the motorbike? Oh, yeah, it might have been, actually. Fair play. That was last week, right? Or the last pod? Yeah. Yeah, what did my mom say? She goes, been listening to lots of your podcasts, probably some things your mom doesn't need to hear. The crying emoji and then the hand over the mouth emoji. Ah. Oh. Man, parents are so big. I remember the moment that emojis became parental. Probably slipped one in as like a thumbs up and then it started from there. Yeah, no, I was like, suddenly parents became the most expressive people on earth. Like emojis, like I am more power to it. Like I like the messages. They're cool. They have like funny faces on them, but I'm like, my dad used to do it as well. I've never got one from a parent though that's turned my whole screen into confetti or lasers, for example. So I don't don't think they've worked that out. They haven't figured that out. Yeah, that shit was like, they, they sold a whole iPhone upgrade based on that, right? Rightfully so too, because I think that's fantastic tech. I fucking never. This is the ones, the, the best ones, the ones like really horrible news or something. I've never had the foresight or the thought to do it. <laughs> Your uncle, he dead. <laughs> oh my God. Um... <laughs> I personally love love a uh, a balloon or a confetti or a laser on a birthday. I'm a, I'm a big laser man. Mostly because it's really intrusive. I do it to my sister a lot. Because I know she'd probably be doing something and then has to sit through three seconds of like her phone fucking vibrating and fucking shooting lasers at her. I've like, I like taking, yeah. Taking Does, I never felt that took off. Maybe it's just not in my sphere. It I'm, definitely didn't. You know what also didn't take off that I really fucking think is amazing is like animojis, you know, like where you can make your face, you can become a panda and then. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. That's really quite funny. I'd like to do a whole podcast as a panda. Yeah, true. 
I wonder if we could just convert this over onto phone and then just have the face. Have anim- Dude, we, we could do it as the whole filter, like the dog. So every time we open our mouths, the fucking tongue comes <laughs> Dude, we might have just cracked it. I'd, I'd definitely That's, that'll listen. get viewers. I'd listen to a couple of the zoo animals have a conversation, 100%. I fucking know. Everything's what? funnier when it comes out of the mouth of a panda. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Imagine saying retard as a panda. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And you know what you can't cancel? Fucking Pandas. an Asian bear. Yeah, that's, that's uncancelable. The biggest of minorities. I'm quite sure they're endangered. Yeah, they're very endangered. <laughs> I identify as a panda. You can be a fucking cat. Why can't you be a panda? Do you remember Barley's? Yeah. That's what Barley's is. Exactly. You can just be like, I'm a fucking panda. I'm out. You can't touch me. Dude, I swear to God, I'm going to go to Bunnings tomorrow and see if I can get some bamboo. And I'm just going to walk around with it. Just panda up. And just say, I'm, I'm fucking pandered. I'm pandered to the hilt. It'd be a sad day when we lose pandas, man. The panda reels and general content is pretty good. You know, they like f- roll over and fall over and scare yeah. each other and stuff. They're very docile. Yeah, they seem to be having a good time. They're like just stoned bears. Yeah, true. Do you think it's just because they're fucking just... Chewing I, bamboo? It's probably a, some form of... Yeah, like eucalyptus. Narcotic in it. Yeah, well, koalas. apparently koalas get high from yeah. eucalyptus. They're fucking stoned as shit. You ever seen a koala? I'm surprised they can hang onto the tree. Yeah. But I've only seen them in like petting zoo vari- variations, which means they're probably drugged. So you've never seen one in the wild? I've never just been walking around and seen a panda on a tree, no. A I mean, a, a koala. <laughs> a panda would be you, really impressive. Have you seen a koala on a tree? No, I haven't. But I don't think they're just like floating around... Um, Applecross Park, eh? Well, they're about because when the when the bushfires were on, they were coming out asking people for water and shit. Yeah, but that was like maybe like in Kalamunda in the hills or some shit, like bushland. I, I'm away. pretty sure we don't have koalas in WA. I think that's mm-hmm. a... Uh, you might. We're trying right. to Google that so we can fucking hang out for 10 minutes. Fucking hell, Tony, giving us <laughs> potential facts. What are you here for? There's two puffs of a joint and he's just fucking... <laughs> Using his phone to Google something while he's on a laptop. <laughs> yeah, but when I'm on the laptop, then I can't see the vision because it's just, you know. Have you ever heard there. of um, the multiple windows method, you know? I'm still new to, to this Mac game, not going to lie. Oh, you're PC. I am. PC I mean, I've, life. I've recently converted. but uh, He is Josh at Canvas circa 2000. See, the internet's bad here, so I can't, I can't actually load anything, you know. Fucking hell! By the time he gets there, he's gonna forget what he's looking at. <laughs> I've tried searching it, and it's just like the load bar is not going further. So, who are you with? Are you, this is your first I'm time with technology. I'm on, not, you, I'm, I'm on Wi-Fi. If Wi-Fi is not working, you turn that Wi-Fi off by scrolling down and then pressing one button, and then you get your super fast. Queensland, portal. New South Wales, Victoria, and a small area in South Australia. There you go. Why have you got no drop bears? There's heaps of eucalyptus trees. Maybe they look really like coffee and fashion. So. <laughs> <laughs> I should bring some over Surely they'll acclimatise Because all they, they The only thing that they eat Is eucalyptus Did you know that? Yeah I wanted You know what I want to know more about Is those emu wars What are the emu wars? You didn't know about it? I know nothing about The Australian emus. army Went to war with emus Twice And the emus won Both times <laughs> This is amazing Tell me more about the That's emu That's about wars. the extent Of my knowledge of <laughs> Was it, it recent? <laughs> no it wasn't recent But it wasn't Is like, it part of Is that the Is that part of the Anzac thing? <laughs> <laughs> Storming the beaches of Normandy. How many with a did we lose? How many? How many good men did we lose oh, to the yeah. emus? <laughs> <laughs> the forgotten heroes. It's <laughs> <laughs> in that emu to making the sound. Because I want minute silence. I suppose oh, it, minute you silence can't look that up either, can you? <laughs> this was in 1932, so there was just one emu war. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know the way you say 30 sounds exactly like the windscreens kid? Is anyone ever talking 30, about 30, 32. <laughs> I've never heard that. I don't know that. You know, you heard the jingle? <laughs> no, no. That's 13, 13, 32. <laughs> the great emu war was a nuisance wildlife management military operation undertaken in Australia for the latter part of 1932 to address public concern over the number of emus said to be running amok in the Campion district of Western Australia. The what do you reckon they did? What the they... unsuccessful attempts to curb the population of emus, a large flightless bird indigenous to Australia, employed soldiers armed with Lewis guns, which I'm quite certain are fucking barrel-fed machine guns, leading the media to adopt the name emu war when referring to the incident. While a large number of the birds were killed, the emu population persisted and continued to cause crop destruction. That seems like the uh, sum of it. We went in, we tried to fuck them up, they just populated faster than we can kill them. Oh, that's quite a skill to have. <clears throat> no shit. I can't believe it. Imagine just being one of those soldiers. You'd just be like, I don't want to kill these fucking things. Oh, they did get pretty evil though. Eh? Yeah. You've seen I... them come to people's cars and stuff and they're terrifying. They've got like human eyes. Do you think you could go toe to toe? Fuck no. They've got those sharp claws, man. And I don't know what the difference between an emu and an I'm ostrich thinking, is. I'm thinking. Yeah, and I was just thinking what's the difference between an emu and an I ostrich? I think emus are bigger. Yeah. You know what? I'm not really going to fight any wild animal. I think... Nah, emu You're in their you domain up. for starters. Emu will fuck you up for sure. There's a reason they went in with machine guns. If right? it was in my apartment, I reckon I'd have, <laughs> have a tactical advantage. You'd have to get in close. Yeah, but he'd have to figure out like what's there. I can be like jumping <laughs> on couches and stuff. I don't know what his depth perception's like. I'd have Max. Max would be able to help. <laughs> fuck, I'd pay money to see that fight. So <laughs> the ostrich is, is much taller. Oh, okay. 2.8 meters versus 1.9 2.8 meters. Fuck, that's a big, big fucking bird, eh? Yo, that is that is huge, dude. That's nine, nine foot That's tall. a third taller than I am. Yeah, nine foot two. That's a dinosaur. I don't care who you are. Remember we saw that fucking hawk, that osprey or some shit at Rotto Pub, and I was like, that's a dinosaur. Yeah, fully. They're savages, though. Yep. They're pretty cool. Did you know the American Eagle? Like, apparently they're so hectically endangered now. That the only ones they have left are like they can barely even fly. Like they just they kind of hop. They're kind of seagullish. Really? Yeah. Well, I've seen some videos of like a bunch of bald eagles in like Alaska. Fishermen are just like chucking them fucking salmon heads, and there's like thirty of the cunts just like hopping around and like smashing these salmon. Dude, they, they look the very sharp, sharp beaks. They look very very imposing. Yeah. That's a big bird, eh? Man, remember when we were coming across? We drove across yeah. Australia. So some backstory to this. This is when we were doing nightclub stuff. Have we told like, this story on here? I don't think so. I was going to buy a car. I went to Audi and I was like, give me the base model for Audi, whatever it was. A4. The guy was a dick to me. He just screwed me over. He was like, yep, yeah, mate, we have the exact car that you want. I want it in black. And he's like, it's just in gunmetal gray. It's black It's going to be here next week. It's exactly what you want. It's actually cheaper than you're willing to spend. And I was like, man, let's fucking go. This is cool. And I remember going away and telling people like, I don't know what people say about car salesmen, man. They're not, not bad guys. Like two weeks later, he calls me. He's like, yeah, your car's arrived. And I get there and it's just not that car. It's a wagon version of it. It's literally the model earlier. And I'm like, dude, this is just not the car. Like it's not even remotely. I've got the specs that you wrote here. And he's like, no, no, no. This is the 2011 or something. And I was like, it's not. I can tell you it's not. Like I've been researching this car. This was registered in 2011. Don't you think I'm a fucking idiot? He goes, well, we have a problem because we have nowhere to park the car. And I said to him, I was like, you think that I am going to buy the car out of some fucking idea you don't have car parks. <laughs> that you got it here for me? And I was like, yeah. you're a fucking idiot. 
And then um, he goes down and gets his boss and they came back up and they tried to do this sit down and... Good cop, bad cop. Look, mate, technically it's a verbal agreement. And I was like, technically you can go and fuck yourself. I started getting like belligerent in there. And I was like, you guys really think you're going to bully me into buying a $40,000 car off some idea that I've said that I'd get. I was like, go fuck yourself. One day I'll have a podcast and I'm going <laughs> to fucking tell everyone not to come here. So fuck those guys. Was it Audi Center Perth? Yes, it was. I was oh, Mark. Funny. Fuck those motherfuckers. Anyway... I went home, I got on the phone and I found the exact car that I wanted in Sydney. So I paid the money and then um, there was flooding in like South Australia. So they were like, it's not going to get to you for like 12 weeks. It was like $2,000 to ship the car across the country. And I think it was $1,200 to fly you and Johnny over with me on a one-way ticket and drive back, including fuel. And we had to get back because we had a show on. (laughs) Yep. So I called you and Johnny. It's like, do you want to fly out to, like the next night to uh, Sydney and I'll buy you breakfast and then we'll drive back. And neither of you had shit all to do because you were both just working nightclubs. And off we took on a journey. This is such a great thing to do. Yeah. I'll never do it again. Yeah. I can't even remember how I got onto that story, but that was cool as hell. Never. How, how I remember driving 300. Wait, I don't know how fucking fast did we drive? Because I was asleep in the back and you were like, what's the fastest you've ever been? <laughs> I think it was like two, you had to 210 or something. Yeah. 210 kilometers an hour while I was sleeping on the back seat. Well, you made such a fuss. I was like, oi, we're fucking doing 200 on the way back here. When we hit Nullarbor and it's that dead straight piece of road, we're fucking going 200. And you're like, no way on this planet are we going 200, you fucking idiot. Yada, yada, yada. That's so what I, you say. So you've done it once, you're not, not even that fast. Just waited for him to go to sleep. Then I turned to Johnny, I was like, oi, we're about to do 200, hold on. <laughs> and we did. And then I woke you up and I said, guess what, Scott? You've now gone 200 in the car. And then I'm pretty sure you drove, drove and then it. you did I it too. I was gunning it at that. That was my cruise control <laughs> speed. Up. Jeez, the Nullivore is boring as hell. Oh yeah, no, that's where I saw those eagles because they would just fucking mm. eat roadkill on the side of the road. And then as you get close to them, they come up and they've got like proper human arms with like massive talons on the end. Wingspan fucking days. Yeah, that's sick. We didn't see anything else though. Oh, that car was like on fire. Yeah, we saw some dead people in a fiery accident. They were probably going 200 as well. No, they were in like a combi van or some shit. That was not going fast at all. It just, I don't know what happened. It was pretty much over by the time we got there, right? The police were there and stuff. I just remember feeling the heat inside the car as we drove past. Hell hot. That's crazy. There wasn't any people standing next to the car going like this. (laughs) So I assume they were inside it and that's not good. And I just kind of went on with my life. I was like, I don't want to fucking know. Cops are there. Ambulance is there. We're good. We stayed overnight at Mildura. (laughs) That's right. And Mildura had like a locust problem. And literally when you were walking around on the fucking pavement outside, you were stepping on locusts. It was covered. It was a carpet of bugs. Thousands you, and you thousands of them. You couldn't not stand on bugs. They hit your head and stuff so as you were walking outside. inside. But then I went to the breakfast the next morning and Mildura Hotel has this beautiful old dining room. Looks like it's out of the 1920s. There was like four people in there, all over 90 years old. And I just remember walking in and all of them turning around and staring dead at me and just the clatter of cutlery as it's all dropped. And I was like, what the fuck? It's like, have they never seen a 24-year-old human before? And then I looked down and realized I was wearing an LRG t-shirt that said, go fuck yourself with a giant picture of banana on it. <laughs> that was their version of seeing Marilyn Manson over Literally. there. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> Not in my Mildura. That's it. Two of them left in their combi and died. You were the last thing they saw. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh, I still wish I had that fucking t-shirt. Actually, that was a ripper. You got sick as hell, man. I got so sick. It's because you didn't believe in rolling down the window. So we were just like recirculating three boys' air for three days. We even did that night. None of us others got sick. It was just you. So it's not like I was passing something on to you. I think maybe I just have a weak immune system. Oh, you Um, poor thing. I know. You should put that in your Twitter bio. I know. I didn't sleep that night either. We were stuck in a fucking truck stop in the middle of nowhere. And you and me in the boot. Do you remember yeah, man, trying to dark. poke our legs through the? Well, fucking I remember hole. pulling up, and then we were like, "Yeah, we'll find somewhere to sleep," because we knew it wasn't a good idea. It looked like Wolf Creek, though. Yeah, and remember seeing that spider, like the fucking. Oh shit! That's I was right. Like, yeah, well, I'm just not getting out of the car. Like there was, a, you pull over on the side of the road, and it's just pure limestone. And I just remember the light was just beaming like a spotlight, and like a Broadway show. And this fucking spider, the size of my hand, was just like, "Yeah," just like cruising along. And I was like, "Nah, I'm not getting out of this car until we get back to Leadable." <laughs> Yeah, we literally drove from that little bush section to the truck stop and we just parked in the car park. It was like a motel and uh, stopped there. And that's when I started to get sick. Man, I think just a general diet of um, road stop food. Just three road men, eh? Um, just, just three out the road. true road men. Out on the road. This is what I was actually going to ask you. So I love the idea of creating playlists, so I'm really lazy. So... I have one playlist on my phone and it's just like liked things. So it's like, if I like a song, boom, like it, it goes into that playlist. And the intention would then be to go through that and then curate it from there. Yeah. It never happens. It's just a mumbo jumbo of John Mayer and Gucci Mane, you know, like you couldn't get two opposite songs playing after one another. I recently discovered Japanese drill. Oh, really? Yeah. Quite a vibe. I imagine it would be. Yes. Very bass heavy. Very aggressive. I'm into it. So I've got a lot of Japanese drill now. Yeah, that's a playlist. That's but the first playlist. What have you have you got to the point of curating? No, well, I've got a few, but I just they've just been various ones for like songs to cry to. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. It's like sad masturbation. <laughs> um, I've got one. I think I'd shared with you, Tony. I can't remember what it was called. It do go down though. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's just like the guilty pleasures, oh, the guilty right. pleasures playlist, which yeah. is sick, pure fire. John Farnham. No, no, no. It's like Ariana Grande. Oh right. And um, the ultra gay rapper. Uh yeah. Ride my horse to the old town. Yeah, yeah. It's his fucking Little Nas X. Little Nas X, man, that is fire, fire. I listen to a lot of Little Nas X. <laughs> it's fucking sick. Yoni's in here now and the Apple Music site was up on his thing and they were promoting um Darren Hayes's new album which is called homosexual <laughs> that's the name of the album <laughs> no but it's like dude we know like we, we, <laughs> we get it we, we knew the whole time like, I, I saw you cool. in savage garden bro yeah and, and i'm pretty sure he was out then like it's like it's I, cool like yeah. it's it's totally cool i don't think anyone feels any negative way it just seems like a bold statement to make i just want to do the next lost and release is like heterosexual <laughs> and be like we don't care cis white man yeah it's fucking strange though. You know what it is? I feel like he's like he's on a major. So they'll be like, it's time. He's like, everyone knows I'm gay. Like I've been gay forever and it, I was fully accepted. He probably had his pushback. He probably had trouble in the beginning or whatever. It's everyone trying to capitalize on that sort of stuff. He's like, I've been gay forever. I've been gay for a long time. Do you know who I was watching old reruns of the other day though? Daniel Johns from Silverchair. Man, he's, like he's got a podcast. 17, bro. He was fucking talented. Mm-hmm. And Natalie Imbruglia was also really hot. Yeah. Dude, his podcast is sick. He did yeah. like a four-part one or oh, five-part right. one with Spotify. Mm. And it's kind of a tell-all. Sick. And he's he calls Natalie Imbruglia on it and they haven't spoken for years. It's wow. really sweet. It's a really, really cool podcast. Hang on, time. I need to piss. What were you saying about Silverchair? 
about how talented he was. <clears throat> yeah, just that it was sick. Mm. And I wanted to, like, it reminded me just now, actually, that I wanted to listen to more Silverchair. <laughs> what was your... Oh, you didn't get on to your thing. What was, the, <coughs> what was the song? What was the song of the time when you lost your Vs? Oh, I could, I could not tell you. Um, yeah, probably. I was a big fan of Limp Bizkit at the time, I assume. Did it all for the nookie, potentially. Man, a Fred Durst soundtrack would not be ideal. How much older are you, May, than you? Three years. Yep, okay. That would make sense. Limp Bizkit was in full effect. Yeah. That would have been some chocolate starfish era, I imagine. Significant other. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> that was a bang. What else are we into? Slipknot, Corn, uh, definitely Limp Bizkit. Uh, Eminem was big at the time. I was a, I was in I was listening to Eminem a lot, but I was listening to like Oasis and The Verve. And yeah, shit like that. yeah, you had that British influence. Yeah, and then I, I and and everyone that liked Slipknot and Corn and stuff, I was just like, you guys are fucking idiots. And then. I remember Limp Bizkit just growing on me and I was like this. I know that it's awful, but it's sick. Like, <laughs> it is sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what still fucking slaps? I don't care who says what. Um, fucking the one with Wu-Tang. Oh, dude. In together now? Yes. Dude, that's fire. That is a fucking <laughs> great <laughs> song. Yeah, that's fire. Great song. So what year did you guys lose your virginities in? 97. Uh, fuck, I wasn't even in high school in 97. I would have been 2001. No, 2002. Leavers. Yeah, I was 99 Leavers. Yeah. So three years. Yeah, 2002. Yeah. That's weird. So imagine, I'd have like a 23-year-old son now. (laughs) (laughs) If it had gone Fuck. any worse than it did. <laughs> well, yeah, I told on here that I um, that I got that girl pregnant when I came back from Canada. Oh, well, tried to go to Canada. Um, that would have been like I was twenty one, <coughs> so I'm what thirty seven now. Kid would be sixteen. That's so hectic. Fucking wild. It'd be sick to have a sixteen year old mate though. That's true. He'd be hell good at Fortnite too. So like he could carry me. True. A war zone. But then you'd, you'd you'd be like, well, you're playing computer games all day. Your own self-hatred would turn into... Well, I don't know. I'd say it's my genes, mate. Yeah, it's fucking my genes. <laughs> Certainly not your mother's. She sucked at video games. Where's the mother now? Oh, God knows. I think married with like fucking 73 kids. She's definitely a breeder, that one. Man, it's funny. You see some stuff. Because I don't go on Facebook much anymore. But you see people pop up from like your past. <laughs> and you're just like, wow. Yeah. That's just a different path. I you changed. Tell. Well, I don't know. I think everyone was kind of everyone kind of stayed in June a lot. I definitely didn't. But there was a lot of people. I remember going to the, the reunion and it was like, yeah, I work at Tire Power in Wanneroo. <laughs> like, um, Not there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, respect to anyone that works at Tire Power in Wanneroo. Don't make it your career, potentially. Probably more to life. I don't know, man. Sometimes I sit back at my desk and I think to myself, fuck, I just love a job where I could just be fucking fitting tires all day, eh? Or making couches. Just something, no responsibility. I went to work for my friend, Cade, at Racing Dynamics. Just talking on the phone to like dudes trying to sell them mods for their cars. And I swear that was fucking so much fun. Just the simpleness of it all. The simplicity. Go in there, talk about something you're passionate about, 
leave and don't think about it again until you walk in the next day. Man, I, think I you, leave the work. The thing on is, you can poke holes in anything, right? Like any level oh, of true, happiness, you you just be there, you do it, and then you'd be like, "This fucking sucks." <laughs> there's a few things on this earth that takes that amount of time of like a of a relatively stressful job, and like I leave work on a Friday afternoon, I'm dreading walking in on Monday, having to have a conversation about my fucking pipeline. You know? Yeah, shit. I can't even imagine. It sucks. I definitely get calls at weird times about certain jobs, but there is a certain level of don't upset me because I won't do the job and I won't upset you because then you won't pay me. And there's that, there's always, I think that freelancer thing is just kind of there. Whereas if you're employed by someone, there's a lot more. Oh, power. There's a lot more involved in there. So the power dynamic shifts quite, quite intensely. Although there are some good benefits. I did go to the cricket on Tuesday night. I saw that. In like a little, it was an open air box. It wasn't a fancy suite because fucking stingy. Drinking Fosters, smoking Benson and Hedges. <laughs> no, they had good beers, although I wasn't drinking. I drove. Um, and the catering was quite acceptable. I'd never been to a cricket game before. It was a T20, so it was like a quick one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'd go again. I'd love to get into something like that. It's not going to be cricket. No. But that would be sick. This is it, man. This is the final countdown. Yeah, something like five days now, I think. So, yeah, it's Madness. real. Nothing left to prepare? Oh, there's heaps to do. Uh, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got to, like, write up a rental agreement and move more stuff back to my parents' place. And, yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on, to be honest. And you've been flexing on the Facebook marketplaces. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sort of, like, I don't like to put things to waste so when i when i see someone like move out of a house in my complex and they're just like throwing away everything i'm just like man such a waste and it's just going landfill so i managed to sell or give away a lot of my possessions but uh yeah i've made quite a bit of money off it actually that's good yeah let's get to thailand yeah i mean there's the the drawbacks of uh talking to people online um and selling your items but most people seem to all right because i just put things for like fairly cheap anyway so that people wouldn't kind of barter with me yeah it's definitely a me issue I, I just like don't have the patience for facebook marketplace at all anymore yeah neither i was just getting stuff picked up and taken to the tip store <laughs> so i like, just take it just take it away i'll pay you to take it away rather than have tire kickers come around and look at a coffee table it's just like jesus christ <laughs> but in fairness any basic request from them and i'm like oh you're kidding me <laughs> i need to be home yeah. for you to collect this it's all because I had one woman where I was like selling. I can't remember what you I was selling. You told this story and she fucking fucked you around and fucked. Oh no 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 no! There was another one, man. I oh, was the bed. My my bag is deep. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, there was one. There was a woman trying to buy something off me, and she was like, "Yep, I'm going to get it delivered by DHL." And I was like, "Man, you do whatever you want. Just send me the money." And um, she goes, "Oh, I've just what's your email address and your home address?" And I gave it to her so she could register the DHL thing. And then I get this email from DHL and she's like, just if you can just fill that out and da da da. And I was like, okay. So I opened it up and I'm reading through the email and it was like, just trying to get me to pay $150 (laughs) for like the shipping and insurance. And I was like, I'm not paying for anything. She goes, no, 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 you pay that. And then I give you all the money back. And then I looked at the email address that the fucking email had come from and it was like, some long string of names oh, and letters and no. numbers with Gmail at the end. And the name was just DHL. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yo, this is a scam. I'm reporting you. And they went, ha ha. And they just went offline. <laughs> I wonder how many people get done with scams. 
heaps, I reckon. My friend has a great strategy. He just sends them um, photos of dicks every time they um, message him on WhatsApp. Imagine if you just did that accidentally. Like, you're just so used to doing it. I know, your boss messages and you. And then someone hits you off and they're like... cock. Yeah. I don't know, collecting money for Royal Perth Hospital and you're like... <laughs> dick. Dick. And then suddenly they're like, he just wanted some money for the children and... This is sent as a dick. Yeah. It's literally, that's assault. That's it. And then you deal with Adidas, gone. <laughs> One dick pic. <coughs> I think we're done. I think we're done for the day. Um, oh, interesting. So everyone, thanks for rocking with us for the first year and whatnot. Um, we are going to extend. Yeah. Extend. We agreed to this. Oh, yes. We're going to extend the pod. Um, obviously, as we said the other week, we don't get any money from this so what we're going to do is we're going to extend the pod so you'll still get an hour of pod um from ours on like youtube and spotify and stuff but then every week there will be a second hour which is on patreon which we'll send the details out for so you just pay a very very small subscription whatever you want essentially and then we've got quite a few people listening so if a handful of people do that then we can afford to do more podcasts and like cooler stuff and pay someone now it would Tony's be abandoned a, a, about the equivalent of buying scott and i a coffee once a month and i don't think that's a big ask yeah for real but if you don't want to do it just listen to the free one i don't really care it would be nice to get some form of fucking not financial reward but at least to be able to put some cover money costs. into covering costs yeah. cover costs that's it considering most of you have not yet liked and subscribed and believe me I'm watching. Yeah, Josh is on the stats, man. So I'm watching. I this know would have never happened if you would have just subscribed. You'll be getting a knock on the door soon from me. Interesting and pods coming up. We have a... Um, yeah, we do. Fireman. Yes, a fireman. We, we also have, have one of Perth's most prestigious stand-up comedians. True. What else have we got? We're um, doing some with Whitey and Buddha. From, we are um, a little Green Reapers Club Good collab. A little collab pod. That will surely be funny. Yeah, that'll be a good time. And then, yeah, whatever else is coming down the pipeline. Um, as always, drop us a message, reply to some shit, tell us what you are into and what you're not into, and we'll probably talk about it. So lovely to see you all. Peace. So long, Tony. Bye, Tony.